Hey everybody, this is Cookie Brothers. Here at FCF International, we've been talking about what we can do to add to your life and ministry, how we can empower and equip you even more. Recently, we sat down at the conference table, had a discussion about character. How do we, as leaders, model godly character to those we lead? Why is character so important? So, over the course of the next couple of months, we'll be sending you this podcast of me, Cookie Brothers, Lonnie Hilton, our national director, Gail Buse, international ambassador, Ernie Beers, our national rep, Jeff Smith and John Coates, executive team members, and of course, Mrs. Pat Harrison, our founder and president. This podcast today that you've received is a discussion on character as it relates to submission and authority. And I know you'll enjoy this discussion. I challenge you to ask the Holy Spirit to help you hear and receive what you need to examine in your own life to be an even more effective leader. I hope you enjoy. And if we kind of centered around here first, just talking about why character matters Mm. as leaders, because every believer, obviously, we're to be reflecting Christ in our everyday life. But we all know as leaders, we are even held to a higher standard. Mm. We are to model the very things that are to be uh, brought about in the life of the believer. And so if it starts with us and character matters, then how do you break that down in the life of a believer? What is that or the life of a leader? What does that look like? Where does it start? So I thought it'd be good if we just kind of went around the table and looked at different aspects of character of how it looks in the life of a leader, how we can help leaders be stronger in the development of their character as they model that mm-hmm. for the people they lead. Mm-hmm. Amen. So Pastor Lonnie, yeah. what's working in you concerning character, sir? Well, first of all, your character, you're going to duplicate your life and the life of someone else. Mm-hmm. And if there's one element in the body of Christ that's very important, it's submission. Yes. And you cannot profess submission to God if you do not submit to the delegated authority that God has delegated to your life. So every one of us in this room here, we may be leaders in the body of Christ, but we need to be submitted to someone. Right. Uh, again, that, that submission to someone, you know, Along with that comes the accountability. Mm-hmm. And to me, accountability is a safeguard for your integrity. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not what you say about yourself. It's what somebody who has yeah. overseen you would say about you. But to me, submission is one of the high points in my heart yeah. when it comes to character. Anybody want to add to that? Thoughts to add concerning submission? Well, think about this when talking about submission. You know, obedience is your response of actions mm-hmm. to authority. Mm. But submission is your attitude mm-hmm. toward authority. Mm-hmm. Submission really is of your heart. Yeah. It's not the action. Your action is a result of your heart. Uh-huh. You know, people do something and they can do the right thing for the wrong motive. Mm-hmm. Yes. It goes back down to the attitude of their heart. God's always looking at the um, attitude of a man's heart. So mm-hmm. that's where character does come into play with mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. submission because God is not just, he's not looking at the action. He's looking at the motive behind it, yeah. the attitude behind it. Right. And, and I heard one time, I thought it was just a really good statement. It said, a bad attitude is a bad breath of the heart. It stinks. Stop breathing on me. I was thinking about Um, In Ephesians 5, listen to this from the New King James, starting with verse, let me put my glasses on, 15. 
See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another Mm -hmm. in the fear of God. Mm -hmm. And the thing I love about this is it connects it first to wisdom. Mm -hmm. Submitting Mm -hmm. to one another is a wisdom aspect here Mm -hmm. that he talks about. Walking circumspectly as wise people, being filled with the Spirit, maintaining a Spirit-filled life. Mm -hmm. That's something that speaks to wisdom. And then submitting to one another in love speaks to wisdom. Mm -hmm. So if we want to walk in the wisdom of God, then we're going to understand godly character requires submission. Mm -hmm. And you know, the thing about submission, we may be talking right now around this table as ministers of the gospel, Mm -hmm. but submission is more than administering. Mm-hmm. It's between a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. It works on the workplace, mm-hmm. being submitted to the authority there, even mm-hmm. at the job, even here in our country, being submitted to authority here in the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So submission, uh, being part of your character, will be seen in every aspect of life. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. You can't demand submission. No, no. It's an attitude of the because heart. Because it's of the heart. Because I tried it with my wife and it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's true. just a little humor. <laughs> no, it's true. Fred used to do that to me all yeah. the time. I would be talking to him, and if we didn't have it, if we didn't agree on something, yeah. and he couldn't convince me of his viewpoint, he would like snap his fingers. You know how you do that? Yeah. Hold mm-hmm. your finger loose and snap it. He'd go submit you submit. Ephesians. My name's Cookie. When I think about submission, what I think is God's highest lesson in it. Um, the reason why it's one of the primary lessons that we learn in life is the is authority and submission. The reason it is, it's because it's supposed to teach us how to submit to the Lordship of yes. Jesus Christ and His Word. Mm-hmm. And if people don't learn that, then they never learn how to fully live under the submission of His Lordship. And that's one of the number one good. problems in the church. Mm-hmm. It's it not a problem of sin. It's a problem that people don't know how to live under Lordship. And here's where the key of that, I heard Keith Moore say this years ago, to understand what submission is, you have to know what it isn't. And submission Mm -hmm. isn't agreement. No, it is not. It is not agreement. Because if you're in agreement with somebody, you're just in agreement. But if you don't agree, but you recognize that person's authority, then you're in submission. That's right. Submission begins when agreement ends. Exactly. And so that comes under the same thing. I would think as just as believers, as we're growing in the things of God, there's going to be things we find in the word or we hear our pastor say that we're like, I don't know if I agree with that or if I understand that. Mm -hmm. But the value that comes to your life by submitting to that Mm -hmm. truth, Mm -hmm. because you are recognizing that authority is so huge. And and the the one thing we're taking out of this equation is you never submit to ungodliness. No. That's not even in the equation, whether no. it's in business, government, in ministry. Right. We don't submit to that. So if no. your pastor or somebody in authority, even in business, asks you to do something that's scriptural, right? we submit. We do it. Mm-hmm. That's we exactly it. right. And it just makes us better. I think one of the challenges, too, is to a certain extent, when we submit to God, to his word, to his spirit, we're submitting to perfection, right? I mean, mm-hmm. He's absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sometimes the rub for us, the challenge for us, 
is submitting to the truth that comes through an imperfect vessel. You know, so you, you yeah. recognize there's imperfection there, but yet there's still the necessity to submit mm. yes. because the truth is present. Yes, yes, yes. Are, are you confessing something to us right now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I made this note. I don't know where I got this from, but it's character versus perfection. Acceptance of imperfection doesn't mean we can ignore poor choices. But character and character, not competency, determines your capacity. How big is the gap between what you say publicly and what you live privately? Mm -hmm. Excellent. So I know that takes us away from the submission thought process, but it ties back into the perfection thought process because I think there's a lot of people that live by a certain level of perfection expectation in their life and it's not necessarily what god expects from us Mm -hmm. only he is the perfect one Mm -hmm. we're just to do the best we can to submit to that and allow that to grow in us and to keep achieving towards it i remember taking a personality test i think it was the myers-briggs test Mm -hmm. years and years ago and they said if you, they, they do it in four quadrants, and they said if you would think of the center line as Christ, mm-hmm. and that wherever you are in the quadrant, just because you're defined in these areas, mm-hmm. you should be constantly bending towards that center line mm-hmm. because he is Christ. Mm-hmm. And that just because you're wired a certain way and you have certain gifting, certain abilities, doesn't mean that that's what you live out of you continue to bend towards that center line. You continue to bend towards Christ. You develop your character, mm. your very being sure. to Christ-likeness. Um, mm. It goes back to the submission thing, yes, submitting yes. your very personality, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how you mm. were made right. in the natural mm-hmm. to be more like Him. Right. But even in that, oh, you were talking about perfection. Everything in life is a process. Mm-hmm. And I think where a lot of times in body Christ we've, We've got almost into legalism sometimes when we want other people to be like us. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. But it, we have to recognize it's a process in life. Praise God. Look over your shoulder. See where you've come from. Yes. But keep looking ahead toward that goal that is set before you, that mark. Yeah. I think too many people are looking at the wrong mark. Yeah. <laughs> but process to me is my character's increased over the years, and mm-hmm. I'm still increasing Absolutely. even right now. Amen. And, and with goals even in my sure. life. Sure. How important that is, I think, to give yourself that liberty not yeah. to be under that pressure yes. of legal. Well, because if you go back to perfectionism, perfectionism is based out of fear. fear. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly it is right. fear-based. Yes. So what's the value in that? Whereas character, the choosing to live life in submission to Christ and build godly Mm. character is reflecting of him. Mm. So it takes it away from you and becomes all about him. That's That's good. good. You know, some people try to lead with fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instead of being a leader that allows others to submit to their leadership. Mm -hmm. If you are leading using pressure and, 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 control and manipulation Mm -hmm. that is so unhealthy yeah Mm -hmm. i don't think you should ever submit to that Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's a great statement Mm -hmm. no it's unhealthy it's unhealthy for not only the person that's supposed to be submitting but even the person that's trying to lead using that pressure so then this may be taking us off topic but then what's the responsibility as one submitted to a leader and the leader has unhealthy leadership practices like control 
what is that person's recourse? Mm-hmm. Honesty. Honesty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Character demands that they lovingly approach that leader yeah. and express their concerns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if that leader doesn't respond, then they go to that who that leader is submitted to. Is that accurate? That, that's accurate, yes. Yeah. But the, the, to me, the whole idea even in that is we see our responsibility and submission isn't just to submit to that, but it's also to help them in there. It's a two-way street yes. in leadership. I'm so thankful we can talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't understand, you ask me questions. I'll do the same thing mm-hmm. around this room. Even with people with personalities with high Ds, which a lot of people around this room have, mm-hmm. you have to have this safe harbor in a submission atmosphere to where you can be real mm-hmm. where you can ask the stupid question right right and feel safe oh you feel safe yeah. amen that's good so submission brings safety yeah that's what we're talking about. that's good I, I remember somebody once defining i like using this about submission is that um submission true godly submission is love submitting to love's rule mm-hmm. that if if the if the leader or that person who is in authority is really walking out of love and love is the motive of their heart, then they're not going to be controlling. Yes. And they're not going to yeah. be abusive. And so mm-hmm. it's easy to submit to someone you know has your best interest in yeah. your heart. Husbands, love your wives mm-hmm. as Christ loved the church. It's mm-hmm. good. It's easy to submit to Jesus knowing he loved you. It's easy for a woman to submit to her husband knowing that mm-hmm. he loves and cares for her. But if somebody is controlling, abusive, um, their motive is more about their own gain um, or their own power or their own position, then the natural recourse is always rebellion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's always rebellion. Exactly right. mm-hmm. That's true. So a leader can be responsible for creating rebellion. Yes, and that's like that should be a check. You know, if if there is a track record of people that maybe seem uh, they don't seem to be submitting to you as a leader, maybe it's time for a checkup to see how am I leading? Am I am I leading because of fear or control or I um, a, a, a platform that is not godlikeness? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's going to naturally breed rebellion. Mm-hmm. If you try to smother, you try to control, people push back. Mm-hmm. You know, we can preach, we can teach, we can counsel, we can coach, we can minister the word, but I only control me. I don't control people. Mm-hmm. You lead. Amen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Amen, amen. So one of the things that, you know, discussion like this can lead you to is the thought about who... As a leader, who am I allowing to speak into my life? Mm. Excellent. And by by submitting to the to the wisdom and the grace and the truth that comes into my life as a result of me inviting someone to speak into my life, mm. Mm. that creates a healthy atmosphere. Yes. That creates sort of a check and balance. It allows me to seek the Lord and hear more clearly. Mm-hmm. It, it enables me to be a more healthy mm-hmm. leader. And so I think I think a good question for every leader to ask himself or herself is, who who is speaking into my life mm-hmm. in, in a meaningful way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. I mean, I've had leaders say to me, um, "When do you ever? When are you the authority? Like the buck stops here, mm-hmm. there's no place else." I said, "I'm it. I'm I'm the authority." And 
I think there's a deception there because we never, ever, ever live our life here on earth. We'll never live our life, period, throughout eternity, not under authority. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly right. right. No matter how far you are Mm -hmm. as an authority in an organization, in the church, no matter what it is, in a business, you're still answerable Mm -hmm. to someone. Mm -hmm. If you can't submit, you can't lead. You know, and and there's always authority and submission. They go hand in hand. First lessons of life we teach our children are those two. That's right. It's because we always live under them. Mm-hmm. We're, either the, we're always an authority in some area mm-hmm. where people are submitting to us, but then we are also under an authority to someone else. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly right. And a person that's submitted to a person in leadership has to learn one of their responsibilities is to pray for those in leader mm. and leader in their life. <clears throat> Praying for them that they hear the voice of God and always on time and accurate mm-hmm. in their hearing. Mm-hmm. That's a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is what God is, has put submission even in the body of Christ so we'll understand our participation one with another. Yeah. As a pastor, man, I'd pray for you. Mm-hmm. Pray for you, be right. Pray that yeah. you hear the voice of God. Right. If you miss it, you you be picked back up, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That type of submission you love. Yeah. Amen. I think what even the pastor Ernie was talking about is having a voice in your life. I think that's why it's always important to have that. I think you can. There's a balance. Like you don't ever get to a place where you don't have your intimate times with the Lord. Okay. Amen. But sometimes you can go too far where you allow people's voices to become the voice of the mm-hmm. Lord. And I think that there's a balance. In that, Mm -hmm. but I'm just thinking about David. David, God's voice spoke louder than the voices of everyone else. He didn't submit to Saul because he was going to die. But we find out that he also didn't allow his heart. He allowed God's voice to be stronger than the feelings of his heart where he wouldn't kill or even touch Touch. Saul. And I think that's where um, the voices in your life, I think that you need people in your life also that are always going to take you back and try to get you to go hear what God would say. Because I think that there's going to be seasons where everything in the natural says, I don't need, I shouldn't submit to this. Your flesh is going to say, I don't deserve this. But God's going to say, I've got something greater I need you to learn than just bucking the system and saying, you don't deserve this. And I think that's where God's voice comes in. And I believe there will be seasons where he will have you submit to things that you don't even understand what's going on. Everyone around you is going to tell you, don't do it. You know, David was in that situation. And I love the picture. Every time Saul comes to David, David falls on his face and says, Father. Saul tried to kill him and he still recognizes the authority God had used him to be in his life. And so I think that that's where that Pastor Ernie was talking about having that voice, having people in your life. But I, I see people's character get off when their personal relationship with Jesus gets off where God's voice stops being heard on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is you're created to hear voices, Mm -hmm. not a weird way, you know, but you're created to have direction. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is I've watched people's character get off because they start leaning on man Mm -hmm. instead of on God. Man's voice should confirm what God's voice is saying or man's voice should always take me back to what God's word and his principles say. That's right. So I think that's why surrounding yourself with voices that are not going to just give you good wisdom. There's very much wisdom in that, but the wisdom would be 
get on your face. Right. What did God say? Because I, I, my flesh tells you, get out, run, <laughs> go. But I am not God. I don't know yeah. all things. I don't know what's coming down the road. True. I don't know what's in your character that God needs to burn out and get out of your flesh and teach your flesh to be under. Um, and so I think that that, what I've learned in my in my life is I'm so grateful for the voices in my life that have said, "What did God say?" Mm-hmm. Like I've got plenty I want to say, but you know, what did what did God say? Yeah. And if God hasn't said anything different, then you you just need to keep obeying God. Yeah. Amen. And it's really an, an all encompassing approach, meaning that one thing can never be substituted for another. Mm-hmm. As you were saying, you know, the voice of man. Or the voice of many, many people mm-hmm. is not a substitute for hearing yourself, yes. you know, from the voice of God. Yeah. And vice versa, the the voice of man can be used as a as a confirming word to the things that you've already heard from sure. the Spirit of God. Yeah. Excellent. You know, I think that there are seasons where you are burnt and hurt, and that's why the people you submit to, you need to know that you've accepted them. Because I think that. There's a covenant that comes. When I say I'm accepting you as a pastor or I'm accepting you as an elder, an overseer, that's the idea is I'm accepting your authority mm-hmm. and I'm not going to accept it if I'm not going to trust that you hear from heaven. You shouldn't, right? right? Yeah. And so there are times I think though that you do submit to someone and you're just like, I'm just going to trust what God's going to speak to you. I don't, I don't I, I'm, I'm out of where I should be. And sometimes I think that there's, that's what I was going to say, that fine line. You do sometimes need someone to look you in the eye and just say, you need, you need to take care of your family and, and go do that. We were talking about an instance yesterday where uh, ministry and marriage was on the table and they needed someone to step in and say, your marriage is more important than your ministry. Yes, yes. And that yes. voice mm-hmm. at that time, I believe, becomes the wisdom of God. Sure. You know, one thing about authority, and I appreciate being in the military for no other reason than this is because I, I learned some levels of authority mm-hmm. that the person that has been delegated authority over you is because somebody over them has more authority mm-hmm. and it went all the way back to the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. And when we understand authority in our life, the only reason why a person has authority is because God has given them authority. He never gives absolute authority, right. but he delegates some authority. Mm-hmm. And so for me to receive the one God placed in my life and authority is ultimately receive the one who sent them there, which is actually the Lord. Mm-hmm. So for me to rebel against authority is really to rebel against God. Mm-hmm. That That's my attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's always my attitude toward Pastor Buddy and Pat. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm submission. Submitted. Mm-hmm. And listen, there's times Pastor Buddy asked me to do things like, well, he missed it this time. Mm-hmm. I know he missed it. He was right. Oh, I tell you, it's mm-hmm. terrible. But the thing about it is, having that heart of submission, mm-hmm. a heart of submission, submitting to one another, mm-hmm. submitting to this wonderful mm-hmm. ambassador right here. I, I support her 100% and Ernie and, and all of us here. Is we have this attitude of submitting to yeah, one another. That's good. Mm-hmm. No big dogs. Mm-hmm. Sure. Nope. We're all in the same family. Yes. Yeah. Drawing on gifts. Yes. I submit to your gift. Yeah. Right. You know, around yeah. the table. Because you, you help me. Mm-hmm. And it's so strongly connected with with the love of God and the establishment of trust. Yes. Sir. You know, it's so easy in a sense to submit to God because we know of his love and we fully trust him. We know that he always has our best interest, you know, heart. Mm-hmm. You get into the and you still have to recognize that, you know, if I if I can't trust that person per se, I have to trust God in them. Mm-hmm. 
I have to be willing to submit to that, to the, the leading of the Lord, the wisdom of God through them, even if I haven't had the opportunity relationally to, to gain a greater sense of trust in that mm-hmm. individual, but to know that, that they're a voice for God in my life. Mm-hmm. And I submit to that. Amen. You know, sometimes God will send you what you need in packages you don't like. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> That's what we got to look beyond yeah. the container yeah. and right. see authority that God has delegated yeah. in your life. It's, it's a gift. It is. So what do you think is the result of submission in your life? Security. Yeah, that's great. Security. Yeah. Yeah. I rest yeah. in submission yeah. to authority. Mm. I'm not threatened by it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm completed by it. Mm, that's good. I'm protected by yeah. it. That's good. I hope you enjoyed this first discussion on the subject of godly character. We'll be connecting with you on this topic further next month. We pray this Christmas and New Year will be a wonderful time for you and your loved ones. We have great expectation for 2017 and what God wants to do in the FCF International family. We're here to connect relationally with leaders and ministries to equip you to achieve the vision God has given and empower you to walk in your divine destiny. Feel free to check out our website at fcf.org for more information on the upcoming leadership summits that will be coming soon. But available now are access to recordings from this year's summits, updates on our missions, international ministries, international impact, itineraries for our executive team, and so much more. We're here to serve you, and we love you, and we pray God's highest and best for your lives.